Hello everybody, welcome to The Divine Intervention on Wolverine Sounds. I'm Derek Divine, follow me at Divine Identity. Join me, Craig Compton, follow Craig at Craig Compton underscore. We're here to continue our series of pods. Uh, we've talked about some awesome things, including the importance of road games. We talked about Harbaugh and what he can do with his players. Uh, now that all of his recruits are, are going to pan out here. And today we would like to talk about the Michigan run game. A um, few question marks after Devion Smith leaves. Uh, but guys who had experience last year, guys that should bring a lot to the field, uh, I guess the question is, is who brings the most and and what we can expect to see from everybody. So, Craig, give me uh, your initial thoughts on the run game this season. Well, it's been a long time since Michigan's had a, a solid running back, um, probably since Mike Hart. I don't think that's really any question that he was the last stud running back, and it just seemed like before that, Michigan always had a good running back every single year, and then after him, Things started going bad for Michigan football. They didn't have a running back really at all. Uh, a few guys showed some flashes, but no no real studs. And I think we're getting back to that now. Um, we've got some real real potential with some guys. You know, last year you saw quite a few different names back there in the backfield. Chris Evans, Karan Higdon, Ty Isaac, um, obviously Davion Smith. And then you had Kareem Walker, who was the top running back in high school at one point when he signed to come to Michigan, had some off-the-field issues, didn't didn't ever end up suiting up for the Wolverines last year. Um, this year I, I'm looking for a big turnaround, or maybe not even a big turnaround, but just a big breakout year for one of those guys, uh, maybe even two of them. I think that Jim Harbaugh, obviously, in his first two years, he, he likes to use a lot of different guys in the backfield and Maybe that's to keep somebody's legs fresh for the end of the year. That was kind of my theory last year with Smith is he featured all these guys throughout the year, and then when it got into you know November, he started really running Davion Smith. Maybe maybe that's his method, but I think this year there's going to be quite a few names back there. Yeah, the running back by committee isn't a bad thing. Uh, when you have talented guys that are competing, obviously uh, you have some healthy competition, uh, which is going to lead to every player kind of having uh, the ability to break out. Uh, I would like to see the the Mike Hart's or the Tim Biakubatukas, the Chris Perry's, uh, where you really have a feature back who at some point, uh, yes, they'll be backed up. Maybe someone different will come in on third down. But to have somebody who kind of owns the rushing game, I think of a Denard Robinson from the quarterback position, obviously a leading rusher, and it wasn't even close. Uh, that would be nice, but when you have guys that are so different in the style, uh, with a, a Chris Evans who's going to get out in space, uh, Higdon who's fast but is a downhill runner, and then I've never really been able to figure out Ty Isaac's running style because he'll go up the middle, but one of his two of his biggest touchdowns are to the outside. So, And you've got three guys right there who have experience. Uh, you've got some guys obviously looking to prove themselves uh, some younger guys as well. So you have options. It's just a matter of if someone rises to the occasion of being that lead back every game, will Harbaugh start the same person every game? And it's just a matter of how it pans out. So that's my question for you. Who starts in game one? And do you think that it's going to be a consistent starter throughout the year uh, with other guys getting carries? Or do you think that the starters will leave the flip-flop? 
Well, I think that uh, answering your second question first, I guess, uh, I think that's just kind of the way football has transitioned in the last few years. A lot of teams are going to that multiple back. Even if you look in the NFL, a lot of teams rotate two or three guys in throughout a game. It's not that unheard of like it was, I don't know, five, ten years ago. I think that the same is going to be true about Michigan this year. I think they'll have that one or two guys that you could say, sure, they started the game, they're your starter. But I think that they're going to have a lot of people contribute. Um, I think, for me, obviously Chris Evans is the name that you hear a lot to be the guy, the starter, whatever you want to call him. Um, and then there's just kind of toss-up of who's going to be next on the list. Is it going to be Ty Isaac, Teron Higdon? Uh, I'm interested to see what Kareem Walker does this year. I don't, you don't hear a lot about him because he missed that whole last year, but he's got the size, he's got the speed. Um, everything that you see reports coming out of practice and spring ball, everything says that he is the real deal still. He hasn't lost a step in, in that year off. And so I don't know. I, I want to say that it's going to be Chris Evans and Kareem Walker. Um, I, I I hope that a lot of guys have breakout years, but I really look for Kareem Walker to come onto the scene strong. Yeah, I, I buy into the stuff that says uh, Kareem Walker uh, is, is truly a good player and he's shown some great stuff, obviously focused on the academics. But when I hear coaches, uh, you know, trying to put someone on a pedestal like, okay, this guy's for real. We're so excited for him to contribute and see what he brings to the field. I buy into it. I don't feel like the that the coaches uh, are often wrong, especially at Michigan. They've, they've proven time and time again, okay, we've, we've made Wilton Spade the starter. I hear the reasons why, and for most of the season, he proved why he deserved to be the starter at quarterback. Uh, obviously, things kind of tailed off at the end there for him and the Wolverines in general, but when I hear that a guy is impressing uh, kind of behind the scenes, I believe it. It's just a matter of how much action he gets right away, uh, what he does with that action, and I mean, we could have a three-man race turn into four, and you've even got uh, like a Kingston Davis, other guys in there that could easily be a part of the conversation. Again, you think back to last year, and you think, okay, Devion Smith, uh, Kareem Walker, before it was fully announced that he wouldn't be competing, uh, you think it's Devion Smith's position to lose. All of a sudden, Chris Evans comes out game one, busts for a couple of big runs. No one's heard of him unless he followed closely, and just like that, uh, you have a new running back at the University of Michigan and, and obviously the most talked about this year. So I don't care, honestly, who is the, the lead back in terms of statistics. I just want a couple of guys to, to put in some solid work, and I would love to see some options because obviously uh, when you can do that running back by committee, the reason it's so popular is guys stay fresh. They're not out there every single down. They can trade possessions. They can trade plays. Guys are fresh, uh, and they have a less chance of getting injured when they're not on the field as often. Yeah, and that's just it. Michigan's got so many options back there right now that really Jim Harbaugh can really open up a, a playbook and run some specific plays. And that's why I, I tend to think that, you know, whoever it is, let's just say Chris Evans, I don't see him getting crazy amounts of work throughout the year. I think it'll be a fairly balanced attack with one or two guys getting, you know, more than the other guys. Um, and let me just say that I'm – I'm a big believer in Karan Higdon. I think that what he showed last year when he was in, given the opportunities, I think that he, he did a lot. Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised if he had a breakout year as well. 
Yeah, if you look at, minus Devion Smith, who obviously got the bulk of the carries last year, if you look at the other guys, they're pretty evenly matched. So I see that Chris Evans is obviously the front runner in the the opinions of fans and some of the, the preseason reports coming out. But really, it just proves that we literally have no idea who's going to be the lead back to start the season. We don't know who's going to start the Florida game. Because if you look at the stats from last year, they are very, very even for the most part. Now, obviously, Chris Evans leads the yards out of those returning guys by about 200, but he also got 14 more attempts. Uh, touchdowns, Karan Higdon had six. Uh, two of those came against Rutgers in a game where even Bobby Henderson scored. Uh, so maybe you don't give as much credit to a 78 nothing blowout, but still, he's the he's the lead touchdown getter in terms of true running backs. And so... I am a strong advocate that Karan Higdon's going to show some stuff. It sounds like you are, are big on uh, what Kareem Walker will bring this year. Uh, we don't talk about Ty Isaac a lot. He's kind of faded in and out since he's been uh, on the roster. Uh, and it sounds like Drake Johnson now is going to focus on track, so he's out of the conversation. I like Chris Evans uh, on, on first and second down. I like Karan Higdon on third down. Uh, a guy, when we posted, uh, Go Blue Crew posted a Karan Higdon post, Loves Karan Higdon on first and second down and would like to see Chris Evans and Eddie McDoom on third down situations trying to get out in open space. So first off, thanks for that comment. And secondly, you know what? Not a bad idea because on third down, you think power back is going to run up the middle. Uh, maybe Harbaugh decides to switch it up on offense. But if you're comparing the stats from 2016, there is no obvious front runner in the guys that are to come. And I think that's not a bad thing. I think that shows that there's still a healthy competition and I'm just really excited for fall camp because I think we'll really start to hear uh, who the coaches are most impressed with. Yeah, you mentioned Ty Isaac there for a second, and I just, you know, I don't have any anything against Ty Isaac by any means. Um, he's just, he doesn't stick out to me, I guess, when you look at the list and you think of, obviously, what Chris Evans showed last year and what Kareem Walker is supposed to be, um, and even what Karan Higdon showed last year. Ty Isaac kind of slips down that list to to maybe even where he's going to be possibly losing some carries to Khalid Hill this year. I agree. And we talked uh, about about Khalid Hill uh, all the time, whether it's on a podcast or, or just in, in person. I mean, that's a guy who could actually get some carries at the true running back position just because of who he is. So that's interesting. Craig, I have a question for you. It's kind of a trivia oh, that boy. I just pulled up I'm here. so good at those. 2015 uh-huh. rushing statistics. I don't know what you're looking at there. Not that. Not that. No. I want to remind you of who was on the uh, kind of the running back committee in 2015. Devion Smith, Drake Johnson, Derek Green, Ty Isaac, Ron Higdon were the, the true running backs, you could say. Devion Smith obviously had the most carries, 180. The next most was 58. Who was it? It had to be Ty Isaac, right? False. Jake no. Rudock. Jake Rudock. Wow. Okay. Jake Rudock had 58 carries, 166 yards, four touchdowns. Ty Isaac did have 30 carries. He was down there on the list. Drake Johnson and Derek Green beat him out. Remember, ah. Drake Johnson had a couple of those games back-to-back where yeah. uh, he he uh, he had some really powerful, I think, Ohio State in the game before that that year where he kind of 
people are wondering uh, where it came from. Off the track, got probably going to do some hurdling. Hopefully, he doesn't get hit by another forklift. Uh, Never know, good. Never a good thing. happened there. That seems like that was just yesterday, but that was before last season, wasn't yeah. it? So, all right, Craig, we've talked about kind of what we think. I want you to make a bold prediction. Who starts against Florida is the first bold prediction, and the second bold prediction, who ends the year with the most rushing yards? The most rushing yards or the most y- attempts? Yards. Yards? yards. Yep. Ooh. Who starts against Florida? Yeah, let's start there. You say yours, I'll say mine, and, and we'll move on to the next. I believe it'll be Ty Isaac to start the game against Florida. Okay. Do you have a, a reasoning for that that you'd like to share? You're just going to go with Ty Isaac and walk off. Well, Ty Isaac, he's in his fifth year. He's got a lot of experience. He's a he's a guy that I feel like you can you can trust with the ball. Um, he's obviously big. If you want to run it up the middle, give it to him. Uh, just seems like a good choice. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Chris Evans. Seems like the the easy choice with most of the conversation. Uh, but I'll lead right into my next point. I well, think... let me just say, when I say that Ty, uh, Ty Isaac's going to start, I don't mean Ty Isaac's going to be out there for the first snap and get 30, the, 30 of the next 31 snaps. Ty Isaac might be out there for the first snap, and then I think he'll trot right back over to Jim Harbaugh. I like that. I would like to see Khalid Hill get sure. the first snap at running back. Why not? Throw Why not? I'm going to go really bold here and okay. say that Ron Higdon leads all rushers in terms of yards at the end of the season. That doesn't doesn't surprise me at all. Like I said, I'm a big Karan Higdon fan. I loved what he did last year. I thought in his opportunities, he ran the hardest. He made the best cuts. Um, big fan of that kid. However, I'm going to say at the end of the year, when it's all said and done, Kareem Walker leads the Wolverines in rushing yards. Ooh, that's what I like. See, this is what I, if, what I signed up to podcast for. he can get on the field. So, okay, if you look at what was the most attempts last year, Devion Smith, 181. 181. 100 more than the next guy. Chris Evans had 88. Okay, so I don't see Kareem Walker getting enough carries in terms of being able to be the lead rusher, maybe yards per carry or yards per attempt. Okay. Uh, Maybe that, but I don't see him getting over – 100 carries, unless, of course, he comes out in the first few games and is just clearly the dominating running back. I The reason that I say that is I, just, I think he's going to cut into Ty Isaac's carries. I think he's going to cut into Karan Higdon. I think Karan Higdon's going to be one of those guys that just comes out maybe on a third down, maybe in a passing situation where they can just send him out on a, on a late screen um, and then toss it off to him as a last option. So I see him cutting into both of those guys if he comes out and is what he's said to be. Um, that's where I think he'll get a lot of his carries. And then obviously there's 181 carries that were were left there from Davion Smith. So and I don't I don't think Khalid Hill's gonna get 25 carries this year, even though the hype train is is crazy because of his 10 touchdowns, with which is absolutely absurd. Um, I think they're gonna use Khalid Hill in the pass game a lot more this year because. He was a tight end, naturally. Um, I could see them using him on some little dump-off screen plays uh, where he's got a few guys out in front of him, and obviously he's hard to bring down by himself. So I think his number might go down just a little bit. Um, and I don't think that they're going to need to use the the end around with Eddie McDoom quite as much as they did last year 
He had uh, 16 carries last year, which doesn't seem like a ton, but you got to remember he is a receiver. And then obviously Jabril Peppers, that a lot of people don't think about that. He had 27 of the carries last year. So those numbers got to go somewhere. Why not Kareem Walker? Yeah, you're right. When you find Devion Smith and you add in uh, Eddie McDoom, some of Hills, and obviously Jabril Peppers, there are a lot of carries to be given out. I think as of now, I'm pretty confident that Chris Evans will have the most carries at the end of the season. Sure. I think he'll get a bulk of the carries uh, early on. I think he'll get the majority of the carries in the in the game against Florida. Now, whoever Harbaugh chooses to be the starter in that game, that's where I'll disagree with you on Matai Isaac. I think whoever he puts out there to start is going to he's going to let be the lead man until it either isn't working at all or someone else is obviously a lot more productive per down. Uh, but yeah, I think Chris Evans is the front runner for running back still. I do think Ron Higdon will have more yards. I just look at last year's stats and uh, he put up impressive numbers and and, and fewer carries and you, you've got to really like that. I mean, when you have a guy who runs as hard as he does, I like to see that rewarded, and I, and I think he'll continue to prove to make the most out of those opportunities. Well, Craig, before we wrap up, is there anything else about the running game that you would like to get off your chest? Well, just speaking on that last point, you, you said you know, whoever Jim Harbaugh puts out there is who he's going to stick with. And, and going off that, if I look at Karan Higdon, Chris Evans, and Ty Isaac last year, the first game against Hawaii, Ty Isaac had the most carries out of those three guys, and he clearly wasn't the the lead guy. Um, if I remember right, Davion Smith was a little banged up in that game, and so that that probably leads to Ty Isaac and the blowout. But nonetheless, I don't think Ty Isaac's going to start the game, play one play, and then never touch the ball again. I think you know he'll come out, but he'll go back in at some point. So. My last question, and make the answer as quick as you can, how many rushing yards does Wilton Spate have this season? <laughs> oh, boy. I'll tell you, last season he had technically negative 60. Negative 60? Sacks are going to wow. gonna Well, sure, him. yeah. Uh, even with his I was going to say 30 runs. off the top of my head right away. Yeah. Um, so you think he'll be positive? That's really all I think he'll to. be positive, sure. Okay. So he'll get sacked, but he'll make up uh, for it with some... Some, uh, I'll stick with 30. Scrubs. That was the first thing that came to my head. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, six, six total rushing, uh, yards. rushing yards. How many rushing touchdowns? Uh, you know, he only had one last year, one. according to what I'm looking at. Well, I'm sure. going to say four. four. Four rushing touchdowns. Four rushing touchdowns. I'll go I mean, three. Touchdowns got to be spread out, too. I, I do think that Hill could get another 10 touchdowns. Sure. 13 total is what he had, but Davion Smith did have 10, so... Assuming that Michigan continues to score the football, maybe not quite at the rate that they did last season, uh, I would say that Will Spay has a has a, a chance to add that to his game, or Brandon Peters, or or whoever else is is up for the quarterback. Everyone everyone likes to have that quarterback to be. I know we had the quarterback. We did. Uh, I'm still strong, Will Spay. But that's the running game. Thanks for tuning in to the Divine Invention once again. I'm Derek Divine. Follow me at Divine Identity. That was Craig Compton. Follow him at Craig Compton underscore. And we will catch you next time. Go Blue.